us here today do not want to see our election victory stolen by emboldened radical left Democrats, which is what they're doing, and stolen by the fake news media. That's what they've done and what they're doing. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. You don't concede when there's theft involved. Let's have trial by combat. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, we are back once again. Uh, this is Radio Gripe, and I am Joe. Oh, I'm Jen. This is our general discussion show where we get into all kinds of things, typically current events a whole lot, put some culture and everything else. And uh, as it happens, we are opening off the year with uh, some shit. So we've got quite the episode for you. You've probably been listening a lot on the news lately, so you know what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Uh, Kim and Kanye getting divorced. It's wild. Maybe. Right? Uh, maybe I mean, even involved with Jeffree look, Star. I, I, I just don't know what to do. All we're hearing is that divorce is on the table. So we're, we're all having a lot of reactions right now. We don't know what the future holds. Uh, it's a scary time. It's, it's a scary time, yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That was exhausting. Before we do anything, uh, let me do this because typically I forget. Uh, thanks for listening. The opinions of us on Radio Gripe do not reflect the opinions of KVSR or any of its uh, parts or any of its other people. Uh, we're given free reign over the network. Yeah, thanks to KVSR. Uh, we've got an email if you want to take up the conversation with us. It's wearetryingshow at gmail.com. And of course, we've got an Instagram account. It's Radio Gripe TX. And... Um, I'm working on a website that's going to have a wholly different name, uh, just so we, yeah. we can like hit the trifecta, but I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, give me your ideas, and welcome to the show. Jen, so this damn week, right, the, the sitting president inciting a bunch of people to storm the House of Congress and uh, interfere with the democratic process. Yeah, shocking, shocking, everybody shocked. World, uh, around the world, <laughs> everyone's shocked. It's probably the least shocking event imaginable that an angry mob stormed the Capitol. Um, they've been planning for weeks, if not months. Uh, they've been talking about it on Gab and Parlor. Uh, they've been talking about ways to illegally bring weapons into D.C., what kind of weapons they're going to bring. Um, talking about carpooling and uh, being willing to lay down their lives uh, for Trump, some people. Trump called them to D.C., the March to Save America, he told them to show strength, to fight like hell, and then he sicked him on the Capitol. Said he was going to march with them, but uh, obviously didn't. He yeah, he retreated to the White House. Specifically said, we're going to walk down to the Capitol and I'll be there with you before yeah. getting into his motorcade uh-huh. and driving back to the White House to watch anyway, the chaos. Anyway, look for TV. Pence. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's not that's not surprising. Uh, what is surprising is that they were allowed to do it and that they so quickly and easily overcame Capitol Police to loot and riot and smash and take selfies while others broke off to hunt down lawmakers to kill or take hostage uh, yeah. is what it looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's just one of the things that we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. Because this, this was an unimaginable failure of security. Well, the last time something like this happened, as a lot of people are pointing out, was in uh, 1814. 
while still uh, warring with Britain, they were able to get to the House of Congress very close to it and actually like set it on fire and tried to destroy it. That was the last time something like this had happened like at this governmental site. It was during a war. Hmm. So... And it's it's interesting to note, too, that the Confederate flag has never before been on those grounds, made it made it into the Capitol grounds, Mm -hmm. uh, not even during the Civil War. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was flying this time. Well, so to take uh, what you laid out and try to go point by point with it, I've got a few things that I noticed uh, over the last day or two of kind of not being able to not read the news all the time. In the organization of this event, uh, we saw kind of a network of the dark money political action committees Mm -hmm. that are, you know, Trump centered. They were actually the ones who were doing a lot of promotion on social media and pushing it and raising money and did help set up certain areas with stages and lights and like event planning. Porta potties, one can imagine. Porta potties. So Women for America First Mm -hmm. is the name of the group that kind of first brought it out and it's uh led by is kylie jane kramer she's been just there on the fringe of uh the trump presidency and the whole movement as somebody who's just making money off of the chaos and uh off of the wild kind of event life (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like all these all these uh deadheads that follow trump around Mm -hmm. as he pointed out with uh fucking buffalo man there which we'll get to him but, uh, we'll get to Q Shaman. Q Sham. Fuck that dude. And I hate using that term. I really don't like the fact that everybody's throwing around the word shaman for him. That's fair. Like, because we I know short, that... We can shorten it. Give him a little nickname. He's he's just another part of the sham that is QAnon. So, yeah, he's the Q Sham. I think... He's he... that he's that asshole. I think he is <laughs> you know. a true believer. Oh, yeah, for sure. You don't get tattoos like that unless you're... Super dedicated to something. So, but yeah, um, they they had raised a lot of the money and were sponsoring the caravan, which they didn't actually provide transportation, but they drove a bus around with insignia on it and like inspired people to follow them and uh, kind of put this all together. Yeah, these are some of these other companies have been given tons of money from the Trump administration for their campaigning efforts. Trump has given money directly to the organizations which helped finance the number of people that were there and and really kind of pushed this and made money off of it. It's a circle, basically. Do we have any idea? It's an Ouroboros insofar as how this money works and and circulates amongst these kind of uh, dark groups. Do we have any idea how many people were there? Because they were saying it was millions. Um, They had applied in their permit for this. They had asked for, I want to say, uh, 50,000 people. They had made claims, their own claims, uh, on on social media saying that hundreds of thousands of people were there. I heard initially on news reports that it was tens of thousands, but I don't know of an official count. It was a shitload of people. I think 7 p.m. on Wednesday, there had been only 18 arrests. There's um, been people about... People were being peacefully escorted out of the building and, and sort of helped down the stairs. Yeah, there's been anywhere between 80 and 90 as of the time that we're uh, recording this. Mm-hmm. A good handful were arrested at the time, and now that people are getting tracked down, get to that in a moment. You had also talked about the Confederate flag. There was a whole variety of flags. 
Tell, right. us, tell us about the flags. There was, uh, of course, your Confederate flag. There was a lot of thin blue line flags uh, representing support for law enforcement in a sadly ironic way, a tragically ironic way, considering the police who were assaulted and one who was killed. You got the Gadsden flag, which is the coiled snake. It says, don't tread on me. It's, it's pre-revolution, actually, uh, but it's been adopted by a lot of people who are originally libertarians. And uh, they've just kind of gone, gone further and further. I'm told that flag was um, being carried by the rider who was trampled to death. And I'm not trying to be funny when I say that. It's a, a dreadful irony. Wow. Uh, didn't hear about that. Uh, <laughs> um, of course, he has several Trump flags, which either said Trump 2020 or it had uh, Trump's face superimposed on Rambo or, you know, whatever it was. I'm told that uh, someone jumped up on the balcony and tried to, or, or did succeed in taking down an American flag and yeah. raising a Trump, a Trump flag 2020 in its place. Flag, uh, which, that is uh, highly symbolic to do. Mm-hmm. There was also one of Calvin Ping on Biden. That one was <laughs> prominently noted. Uh, you had the ichthus, which is this old Greek symbol that is kind of like the shape of a fish with some Greek characters in it that was adopted by Christians originally. And over time, it has moved into a uh, kind of far right white supremacist thing. It's been co-opted also. Of course, you had your Kekistan flags, uh, which is just a fucking meme. Yeah. And then you had a handful of countries of course, represented to show worldwide support. You had uh, Canada, Cuba, Georgia, India, Israel, South Korea, and South Vietnam. It's uh, interesting, but I do have questions about the Georgia flag. What's that? <laughs> what you mean? I'm... Of course, like the Republic of Georgia is represented here, right? I'm inclined to believe <laughs> that someone just Googled Georgia flag mm-hmm. and sent it to the printers and, and ran with it. Yeah, probably. Because, I mean, there were several state flags, uh, U.S. state flags that were also there. But, yeah, yeah, who knows? I'll tell you this, that the Republic of Georgia flag does look, if you, at a first glance, and considering the context of other flags that are around it, it might be pretty easy to look at that flag and be like, oh, that's a a really straightforward neo-Nazi flag. Like, it just kind of has that look about it Hmm, a little bit. It's white with some red crosses on it and stuff, you know? Uh, hey, Republic of Georgia, I'm not trying to talk shit on your flag or your history. Don't even know. Yeah. But where are looking Georgia at listeners it, at? But yeah, so there was a lot of that symbolism. And, and as you said, uh, you know, this flag that was pulled down and um, replaced with the Trump flag. So there was a list of crimes that could apply to any of this, right? For all these things that have happened, you've got disorderly conduct, which is only like 90 days and a fine. And it kind of ramps up, and you go to creating a hazard on federal property. Uh, no trespassing, obviously. Assault on members of Congress, assault on federal agents, uh, destruction of government property, and seditious conspiracy. Yeah, not to mention bringing weapons onto uh, Capitol That's grounds. actually a handful of the arrests that have been made outside of D.C. already, and some inside D.C. have been made because of... Uh, Yeah, people that have come there from other places and they're carrying multiple guns or, I don't know, Molotov cocktails or whatever else. 
Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit more later too. But yeah, anybody who has not been following the news, I wish I could share these images with you. Probably, we'll probably end up putting up some chaos noises um, to just give you an auditory sense of... If you haven't seen enough pictures, we'll also be doing maybe a photo dump and a meme dump uh, on the Instagram. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, some very distressing videos, like the Capitol cop who is being crushed by the mob where he's crying out in pain. Um, You've got this sort of haunting video of the single solitary black cop defending a stairwell uh, against, I don't know how many protesters, just gives up and starts booking up the stairs, turning Mm -hmm. around now and then to kind of brandish his nightstick, which is all he has. I don't know why this guy was left alone to defend the corridor. Well, again, you, we get to that uh, kind of unexplained security presence uh, at that time where this was basically expected. We also have videos of the low metal fence breach. And yeah. um, the videos are very confusing. Some of them appear to depict cops allowing riders to enter capital grounds i know the video that you mentioned that shows it it seems to show the cops moving the barricades and stepping back the guy that took that video said that it that's been so widely shared and gone so viral says it doesn't depict from his perspective what people say he says the cops were just completely overrun and they were withdrawing Mm -hmm. but other videos Uh, You know, there's one in which you can see a cop waving. He looks like he's waving protesters in. Right. We have the video of a cop posing for a selfie with one of the rioters Mm -hmm. while a guy yells, ACAF, ACAF, turning the... ACAB. Nah, he's he's yelling ACAF if you listen to it. He's not saying all cops are bastards. He's saying all cops are friends. Now, of course, once the police... Don't tell me they PG-13'd that saying. No, they did. They turned it around. Okay. But, you know, the same people that have been chanting back the blue, uh, you know, their chants switched to fuck the blue uh, whenever additional forces showed up and decided to actually get these people out using traditional crowd control methods such as tear gas, pepper spray. Yeah. A lot of... um, restoration now to be done because the Capitol building, it's a historic building and it's also a museum Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so much shit got damaged there. You know, some paintings have to be taken in for restoration because they've got corrosive chemicals on them. Um, There's, there's, you know, tear gas and pepper spray residue on a lot of things. Obviously. uh, Yeah. There was an antique mirror, like an 1812 mirror that was smashed in Nancy Pelosi's office. has been taken in. Benches were destroyed. Wooden and metal furniture was destroyed. Windows broken all over the yeah, place. Yeah, seen a lot of pictures of the doors and windows. Yeah. Trash littering the building. You know, there there was an image of a... You know, some people pissed on stuff. Well, yeah, I'm sure they pissed on stuff and they wiped their boogers on Nancy Pelosi's desk or whatever the fuck. There are images of the custodial staff, which a lot of them are black and Hispanic, cleaning up the mess that these people left. Uh-huh. And there's a, yeah, there's a junior senator, I don't recall where he's from or what his name is, who is, yeah, stooped over picking up the pieces of this just unbelievable security breach. Mm-hmm. When you were struggling for a name there, I was going to start on this list of names that I got, but you're talking about somebody else. Yeah, obviously the um, terminology the media was using to describe the MAGA's evolved 
over the course of events. It went from protesters to uh-huh. rioters. Uh-huh. At some point, somebody yeah. uh, called them mobsters, which I think he was uh, struggling a little bit with that one, <laughs> um, to finally terrorists and ins- insurrectionists. Insurrectionists, yeah. As, as things unfolded, it became clear what was actually happening. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Um, an interesting thing about it is that uh, there are obviously a lot of pictures being taken uh, by themselves and other people uh, within there. And so there is a whole wealth of them out there. And using that, the FBI has like 26 pages or more of photos of people that they're like actively seeking information on. Like I said, they've already made... Uh, by this point, probably a dozen arrests of people outside of D.C. Yeah, because uh, these people, the revolution will be televised. They yeah, all, y'all. you all, they all had their phones out. They were all taking selfies. They uh-huh. were filming everything, including. They are not wearing masks. The majority of them, their faces are clearly funny on display. That one. Uh, so here's a list of elected officials, Republicans, that were. They're not in uh, an official capacity of working. But in spirit. No, they were literally there. (laughs) Uh, You got from Tennessee, Terry Lynn. Uh, From Virginia, you got a senator, Amanda Chase. Uh, Missouri's got Justin Hill. He skipped his swearing-in ceremony to be there. Uh, From Pennsylvania, you got a senator, Doug Mastriano. Uh, Of course, Michigan. Represent Matt Maddock. And uh, West Virginia, you got Derek Evans. He has since not only resigned, but been arrested. <laughs> yeah, I saw the video of the FBI showing up to arrest him. Oh, man. It's very amusing. Because, yeah, he was in riot gear. If you see the pictures of him, yeah, he was he was being one of those more outspoken. Some of these people, they were like, oh, yeah, I was there whenever we initially met. But then people started going to Congress and I didn't go or I stayed outside. Like a lot of people's just said like oh yeah i was there there and a couple people one i forget which one said like oh i was in the thick of it i was inside yeah. that's not i Derek was in Evans. the shit man i was in the shit history man. will remember i yeah. want to say it was yeah like amanda chase or terry lynn was like oh yeah i was there there was an instagram group called something like homegrown terrorists that took it upon themselves and and guys this is the antifa backlash they did not turn out but they are now turning out to mm-hmm. go online and identify people's faces uh, in order Subject. for them to be legally held accountable. So yeah. they've been doxing people. And, and the FBI literally has asked for help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, help you know, us identify these people. The internet and Gen Z was like, oh yeah, we got this. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting <laughs> shit, man. Give me 10 minutes and a case of beer. Yeah. Right. What a lot of this comes to, I've been having a hard time like feeling, uh, figuring out exactly how I feel about this. You know what I mean? And uh, not just like what, what tone to take with this, like uh, on the radio, but to just figure out how to express what I feel about it. Uh, it's rough because a lot of these things, when we do start to dissect them, when we want to talk about the lack of security and how there may have been some very purposefully questionable moves made uh that kind of led to this lower security which ended up leading to uh actually several people dying not just that one capital city police guy but like 
one person died falling off of the scaffolding. One person died from cardiac arrest, probably after flashbangs. Yeah, they, like, uh, they said initially medical emergencies. Yeah. Um, what, and of course, I said one woman was trampled. Right. And, uh, I'm kind of amazed it was only one. And of course, the uh, Air Force veteran that was shot. Because she was, like, one of the first in to, like, breach a room. It is my understanding that that hallway led to either Senate or House chambers where people were still being evacuated to protect the lives uh, on the other side of the antechamber. Right. There is a lot that's happened here that makes it, for something that happens over one day, and so there's so much fucking carnage, and it's so upside down. And at the same time, the last thing you expect and a perfectly reasonable outcome to certain things. It's hard to figure that out, you know, and um, we have to struggle with what we're thinking about uh, with law enforcement at this point. When we talk about like the, the security there and, you know, what people are positing a lot, like what would have happened if this was a Black Lives Matter movement that found its way to the House of Congress? How would they have been met? If it would have been happening in D.C., which it was, there would be super heavy security all around D.C. as there was in 2020. We can remember what happened at Lafayette Square and we can we can think about the National Guard being deployed around the White House and everything else during the Black Lives Matter. The juxtaposition Uh, between what we saw on Wednesday and what happened at Lafayette Square mm -hmm. is bizarre. It's yeah. unfathomable. Yeah. One, one of the larger problems that I'm having here is the view of law enforcement, uh, police, the prison system, and the entire like justice system in America. Uh, I am not a fan of it. I think it's pretty messed up. But under these circumstances, like what else would I be left with that is a socially conscious as ethical as we're capable of being right now response to something like this. Like I, I, this is one of those moments where you actually do want to love and trust the system whenever for most, most of my life, I don't love or trust the system. I feel like it's imperfect and it needs critiquing. I mean, I don't think that it needs what happened the other day. And for starters, you don't let people, in you don't let them breach the building so then it becomes a matter of shooting someone in the neck right. in order to protect lawmakers yeah. uh, who are scrambling to safety yeah uh now i'd like to talk about it uh i think we need to take a short break i think so USA! USA! USA!
So Capitol Hill cops have a $460 million budget and they have 2000 officers to guard a two square mile, two square miles of, of Capitol grounds. That is half the size of the whole DC police force to police an area uh, less than half the size of Central Park. They are highly trained and experienced and exceptionally well-equipped for crowd control. They have their own internal intelligence agency, and they are closely linked with the Washington Intelligence Agency. Uh, They participate in the Joint Terrorism Task Force with the FBI in Washington. You're talking about Capitol Police. Yes. Yeah. And it's been stated... They're accomplished. It makes sense. They are the Capitol Police. They've dealt with, with protests and crowd control numerous times. It's been stated that they were completely overwhelmed by people, and that's obviously true, but when is that ever not when has that ever not been true in a riot situation? Sure. You think you think every time cops have to come out and do riot control that there's one cop per fucking rioter? No. Yeah, never. <laughs> um, so yeah, they were outgunned, outmanned, outnumbered, oh. and outplanned deep cut this shit came from way upstream and there's going to be an investigation and shit's going to come out uh there's already been several resignations yeah jesus right now this looks like at best gross underpreparedness and incompetence and at worst uh it looks planned i almost i don't want to speculate uh i mean i hear you that uh, you, you, speculation and uh jumping down weird little thoughts and rabbit holes uh are an example it'll of out, it'll come out in the wash yeah we'll see you what's know. up well again we, we we can have that fucking conversation about cognitive dissonance and what kind of truth people tend to believe and how this moment that we're in in america's history is a standing testament to people's ability to believe all kinds of wrong shit and this is the fallout for that yeah uh, over 50 cops injured five people lost their lives yeah and it's kind of amazing that it didn't even go worse than that. Um, yeah, a little bit. Uh, I mean, people... We joked about a second ago off mic uh, about how we maybe haven't like employed the guillotine as a symbol and like and as a joke. Um, they actually did have a guillotine at some point in, in some of these uh, gatherings. I don't think it was I outside Congress. I know that they erected a, 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 a gallows. Mock-up, a mock-up guillotine or gallows. They erected yeah. a gallows with a noose. Yeah, they, they ended up doing that shit. And if you get deep into some of the chatter and some of the stuff that was heard on the recordings of people actively being there, people are heard saying, like, look for Pence. Like, we're, we're looking for Pence. You know, I and, watched an entire twenty-some yeah. minute Infowars video. That's what I do for you, people. Oh my god! And it culminates in it, it culminates in the fatal shooting of Ashley Babbitt. Yeah, amazingly, the whole time, even as he's go, the reporter, the Infowars reporter is going into the Capitol building and, and following the crowd. Or he says he's being pushed. He's not moving forward. Mm-hmm. Just keeps saying, "This is a peaceful protest." You know, not like Black Lives <laughs> Matter. He just keeps saying it over and over as if to remind himself, the audience, you know, the viewing audience. Right. His media is going to try to spin this, but I'm here right now. It's peaceful protest. Not like Black Lives Matter. 
it, it's eventually sort of shouting this is a peaceful protest to remind the, the, con- the fellow uh, so-called protesters. The comedic response there is you hear in the background, somebody said Black Lives Matter! And then just gunfire erupts everywhere from within the own, from within the crowd. So three days prior to the rally to save America, uh, when people were pouring into D.C. and the mayor was entreating D.C. residents to stay home, stay safe, not engage with the MAGAs, uh, the Pentagon reached out to the Capitol Hill police to ask if they needed National Guard manpower. Well, again, as the mob was descending on the Capitol building, the Justice Department called to offer FBI agents to help out. Both offers were declined. Uh, according to senior defense officials. Mayor Muriel uh, Bowser... I have Bowser here. Could that be right? Yeah. People are named Bowser. Uh, She herself requested and received a very limited 340-troop National Guard force. Uh, They were unarmed and there to help with traffic flow. Uh Uh, So defense of the Capitol was all on Capitol Hill police. I'm not sure how many of them there were. There didn't appear to be all 2,000 there, uh, based on what I saw. So uh, when the mob arrived at the Capitol building, they found no multi-perimeter defenses, no quick reaction force on standby. Uh, one cop uh, had said he was looking around as the crowd approached, asking, where's where's the hats and bats? Uh, their term for... SWAT team or like riot, crowd enforcement. Ra- right. Riot cops. cops. Yeah. So no cops in riot gear. Uh, armed with crowd control weapons that we saw so liberally employed on uh, largely peaceful protesters over the summer. Mm-hmm. Videos appear to show cops backing down quickly, uh, probably in fear. Some cops apparently moving metal fencing aside and even waving people in. Cops taking selfies. It took less than an hour for protesters to breach the Capitol while the entire Senate, Congress, Vice President, Vice President-elect, were inside the building. Several of those people that are in the line of succession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that Trump cares about the line of succession. No, I mean, it's Trump's position to not care about the line of... You, no, it you, ends, you take it ends with It ends with his death. What was that from Community where they're saying about the, the big Chang coup? Uh, Chang eats the sun and <laughs> Trump eats the sun and drinks the sky and they both go with him when he dies. <laughs> oh, fuck. Wow, this is going to be a thing where I sing every episode now, I think. That's fine. Um, oh, yeah, we've got pics of people sheltering on the floor in the House and Senate chambers while riders try to break in, mm-hmm. uh, clashing with cops outside. Lawmakers, press, and staff were ushered off to shelter in a safe, undisclosed location. In the midst of this, uh, a lawmaker from Maryland is on the phone with the Maryland Maryland governor, like, uh, please help us. This shit's totally out of control. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is on the phone with Virginia trying to get the National Guard activated and sent out. Yeah, the Maryland governor had said he was trying. He's got the National Guard mobilized. Everybody, you know, we're ready to go. Obviously, it's going to take them a little time to get there, but they are waiting for approval from the Defense Department to activate the National Guard to go in there. And you make this whole thing sounds like Barney's waiting on a fucking sandwich and then we're all ready to go. But Barney's got to have his grilled cheese first. God damn it, Barney. Yeah. What the fuck? The Defense Department is not taking calls and they are not returning calls to approve the activation of the National Guard. Whatever the fuck is going on in the White House, which we now have some ideas 
uh, you know, based on anonymous white White House insiders or whatever. But finally, like an hour later, uh, we're told that Pence, not Trump, but Pence mm-hmm. approved the request. And they got a call from a like a lower level official telling them, yeah, go in. But well before they arrived, because presumably they're in Maryland and Virginia, respectively, the D.C. cops arrive uh, as backup, and they start clearing rioters out of the building. Mm -hmm. Inspector Robert Glover took charge. Uh, A cop who wanted to remain anonymous because he's not authorized to speak said, thank God someone took charge. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey everybody, this is Joe with a quick station break. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, thanks also, you know, for listening to the network, uh, KBSR. Uh, we're fully independent. Uh, we pretty much keep everything going with the help of our Patreon community. You can join on for as little as $2 a month over there. There is, of course, you know, several other tiers that are higher that maybe gets you a little bit more out of your Patreon experience. Uh, you can check it out by going to BlackSparrowMusicParlor.com and looking for a Patreon link on there. And uh, you can also go to BlackSparrowMusicParlor.com and uh, look for the radio link so you could live stream all the different stuff we've got uh, i want to say 13 15 different shows right now uh, we've got you know, story time with rory smith we've got the mind of dale there's uh, of course you know tales from the crate and uh, black spur retro there's radio free abro there's a lot of really good stuff on there also of course you know i need to thank uh, trev wren for providing us with the theme song that we use in dying in texas and of course, our man Alex of a Spectrostatic for letting us use some stuff. And uh, you're hearing a little bit of Hoofless also. It's a band out of Salt Lake City. You can find them on Bandcamp. A little bit on Spotify, but they've got a whole lot on Bandcamp. Uh, yeah, thanks everybody for uh, sharing with us so that we may share with everyone else. Keep tuning in. Uh, we're going to keep moving on and staying on top of things as best we can. It takes a little bit of time to get the shows together, so we don't really do breaking news, but uh, we do still like to cover the angles that we find out about it as stories develop, which is kind of our style. I know this is a, maybe a tough one to hear or listen to at some points. Um, you know, some some tough news to take, uh, but it's what we're going through. Well, without further ado, I'm going to let you get back.
So to bring it back, this the, this is one of those things where uh, throughout the majority of 2020, we had uh, the George Floyd protests. And it's not the first time in recent memory that we've had protests that are more centered around uh, police brutality and about the role that police play in society, which uh, is uh, typically a very harsh and violent one as a public and as a society, we've been trying to approach this through peaceful protests and people have been shut down every fucking which way. I mean, Colin Kaepernick is actually a really good example of like trying to simply make a statement and he got blackballed from a fucking industry over it. Uh, An industry that, I don't know, maybe exploits people of color. (laughs) Like, uh, so it's been a really hard conversation like a hard fought conversation and it's really left a lot of us. It's, it's made a lot of contention around support for law enforcement and it's made it like either you are rabidly, you have a fervor about your support of law enforcement or you simply want them to be held to a higher standard. I <laughs> you actually know, that, d- that Overton window has moved yeah. quite a lot on it. I don't doubt that part of what went wrong here was probably due to an overcorrection of yeah, people are, the people are kind of saying that because police brutality that we saw over want, the summer. They didn't want to give the appearance of still doing this because it was so bad last year, but there is documented social media chatter and communications with all these groups leading up to it, as you mentioned, with people talking about like what do we need for violence and how much violence before things get real and i just want to point out um yeah one of the shirts that i've seen from this day was a couple of guys wearing uh shirts that they had made that said civil war january 6 2021 mm-hmm. motherfuckers had shirts made they had time to make to shirts where here's the thing you go to the show, you don't wear the band shirt at the show. Yeah, that's just lame. These motherfuckers had their own shirts made for their attempt at a civil war. So I want to say that's a pretty solid admission of what your intentions are uh, whenever you're walking into this. I think so. And I think that the fucking heavy irony between, between seeing a lot of these people who would traditionally be like Thin Blue Line, Back the Blue, and all of that shit, All Lives Matter, or whatever... Those people have been drowned out by what is ultimately white supremacy and batshit pedophilia conspiracy theories. Yeah. Heavy, heavy QAnon presence. And you've got your boogaloos. You've got, you've your, got your you've got your other boys, people who are more just about like oh, I'm here as an economic protest, become a fucking libertarian or whatever, and yeah, they think that we literally need to like show up. Uh, with guns to make the government like cow down and everything else. Now here's the thing: a lot of these, so, a lot of these MAGA people might have been well intentioned and really thought that they were there for a peaceful protest. Oh sure, but this is also where there's a security failure because, you know, some of these people are genuinely confused when they when they get you know tear gassed and cleared out because they're like what. 
A, what, the cop, a cop just maced me in the face. Uh, I'm white. I, I don't know why this is happening to me. <laughs> what? They're, they're supposed no. to be our friends. What happened to you? I got maced. You got maced. Wait, wait, please. <laughs> And what happened? You were trying to go inside the yeah, Capitol? Yeah, I, I made it like a foot inside and they pushed me out and they maced me. What's your, what's your name? Where are you from? My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And why did you want to go in? We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. And B, I didn't even know we were breaking the law. And you might say, how could anyone be that fucking stupid? Right. If you approach the Capitol and you meet and you just they walk right in or even maybe get ushered in. Because there's crowds and crowds of people. They met no resistance. Yeah. So so maybe they really don't think they're breaking the law. And that seemed to be the case when you see in the in the foyer, all those people just kind of like taking selfies and laughing. And, you know, there's a Slate reporter inside who said the mood was extremely jovial initially. Uh, people were celebrating. They were partying. This is, you know, this is a victory. We did it. We're, we're here. We're, we're going to make, uh, you know, the Senate hear our voices. You know, they're, they're screaming whose house, our house, and, and graffitiing the walls and stuff. If, they, if they're not met with any actual resistance, they feel like they've been allowed in. Uh-huh. You know, this is nothing but a victory. Right. And then it's a surprise when they finally get cleared out of there and they feel betrayed. Well, so that's another topic of this. And uh, the some people are talking about uh, the betrayal uh, that some of the people on the right, are the, the extreme far right, are feeling over this. Um, over Trump belatedly yeah, and reluctantly finally saying... Here's the thing. He's still... He's still just being a sneaky fuck and slithering through just fine to still try to hold on to the supporters. I know your pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us. This was a fraudulent election. But we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You know, Twitter Twitter suspended him. He was suspended from Twitter, uh, what, maybe like Wednesday evening or Thursday. And uh, got access to Twitter again Friday. Because he, t- he took the POTUS official accounts. Yeah. And uh, everything Instead of Abriel Donald Trump. And so Twitter has now banned him for life. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh it, and has stated like, yo, if you get screwy and try to get other accounts, we are going to ban. We are banning you, the person, not the personality yeah. or the, the like the media the personality office. or the character or the office. We are banning you personally as a person. Uh, yeah, because you told me you were. So, I was like, oh, he got banned from Twitter, and you're like, he's back on Twitter, and I'm like, what the fuck? No, he got he got blocked for a bit, and then he got back, and so now he like, like weasel his way back it. onto Twitter. So. When he first got pulled off Twitter and he allegedly kind of went into a rage and uh, a speech was drafted for him to give that said, there will be a peaceful transition on January 21st. He just had to read from a script. That's all he had to do. (laughs) But no, he fucking jazzed it up, (laughs) jazzed all over it. And 
claimed that like everything was stolen from him again and just like basically did all the same shit to tell everybody you were right to do what you did yeah and this isn't over anyway he's still stoking the flames and he's still trying to control his base he was quoted as saying like well what do my people think of me like i'm not allowed on twitter i don't know and they're like everybody's everybody loves you there's some democrats trying to kick you while you're down and he still has has some close allies just trying to fucking coddle him and be like, no, everybody loves you. You're fine. Everybody loves you. Don't worry about it. You just the Democrats like Twitter <laughs> don't want to uh, they, they don't want to be nice to you right now. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but he's literally attempting to overthrow the fucking nation. Somebody should say that to his face. Anybody in the same room. Anybody. Come on. I can't find the tweet. That showed this screenshot of Fox News. It was a hilarious screenshot from Fox News showing platforms to banned or limited uh, uh, Trump's access. Reddit, Twitch, mm-hmm. Shopify. Okay. Whoa. Twitter, okay. Google has pulled Parler, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. <laughs> Discord. Pinterest. Even... Pinterest. Oh, shit. You pissed off Pinterest? And uh, I've heard Pornhub as well. Well, that one's not surprising. <laughs> um, wow, Pinterest. <laughs> well, yeah, Pinch- so Pinterest says um, it's been limiting hashtags related to pro-Trump topics, such as hashtag stop the steal since uh-huh. around the November election. Well, good for them. Uh, Pinterest isn't a place for threats, promotion of violence, or hateful content. Uh, Pinterest is a place for... Um, Dream boards? Like, what, wait, what's the word? Vision boards. Vi- yeah. Pinterest is a place for vision boards. <laughs> Not a vision of fascism. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing that I haven't done a lot of, like, I, I can't, like, do a deep dive on this right now. But I will just say, Hitler attempted a coup in, like, 1920, and it failed. But then in 1923, he did commit a coup, and he became, uh, like, chancellor of Germany. Mm-hmm. So just to say, like, if this is not properly addressed and Donald Trump is not properly addressed as the threat that he is, then what's going to happen in the future? Five people dead, 50 cops injured on Wednesday, uh, including officer Brian Sicknick, who was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. His blood is on Trump's hands and it could have been worse Two pipe bombs were planted, one outside the DNC, one outside the RNC, with uh, crude timer detonators. A cooler full of Molotov cocktails and a long gun was found. A pickup truck with 11 homemade bombs and an assault rifle with hundreds of rounds of hundreds of rounds of ammunition uh, was brought and uh, parked outside the Capitol Hill area by an Alabama man. He had mason jars filled with melted styrofoam and gasoline rags and lighters. Police say that these bombs would have acted like napalm and allowed fire to spread and stick to things and be harder to extinguish. Mm-hmm. Could have burned down the whole fucking Capitol building. Um, if that ain't domestic terror. Now, uh, speaking of Alabama, Mo Brooks, Alabama uh, Republican uh, congressman, he's been so afraid of Antifa lately. 
um, that he's been sleeping in his, according to his Twitter thread, he's been sleeping in his office for the last four nights because he's afraid to go out uh-huh. because he he believes that Antifa is ramping up uh, to okay. really do some damage. And now that he's literally had to evacuate for his life. I will say this really quick. Uh, we at the show do not ever wish to make light of people with mental illness. One of the things that I fear is that a lot of people that are now fueling uh, the population of the far right are people that do have one type of mental illness or another. I don't want to demonize that, but at the same time, I'm just going to say this dude is legit crazy, as as are all of these people. They are not sane, (laughs) and that is a problem. That is one of the reasons they have a community, the size and strength that they do. I feel like it's a fucking tying bind. Oh, speaking of tying binds, I also forgot to mention when I was listing off uh, things earlier, the uh, guy that was photographed with zip ties, uh, with a gun and with uh, zip ties that are used to restrain hostages. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, But no, now that Mo Brooks has had to cower for his life, um, he's more convinced than ever that Antifa is a threat and they orchestrated all of this. In Alabama? No, no, no. He was at the Capitol when it was oh. under siege. The, the events saying... of the 6th, he was afraid for his life from uh-huh. Antifa. And from his perspective, Antifa broke into the Capitol building and tried to kill him. Oh, so it's one of them. And it's, it, this is all Antifa. It's all Antifa, yeah. So You didn't know that? That's one of the things about uh, this fucking asshole with the headdress. Not only does he look douchey, he's, he's everywhere. Q sham wow. Yeah, he's everywhere like a fucking Instagram influencer. Uh, but also, he's co-opting. And I really I really don't appreciate that. That really bothers you? That bothers me. It bothers me too. Yeah, I mean, look man, put paint the fucking flag on your face every day of the week. Like, do that all you want. I don't care. But... Put, put on a buffalo headdress and put a fucking spear on the end of your American flag. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Um, so he's been arrested on his way back, trying to get back to Arizona. And he gave an interview with somebody and he was like, why would I care about being arrested? I walked through an open door. Well, did you, the look on his face tells me that was certainly what... It felt like to him. Yeah. He's like a child that came into mm-hmm. what it was. he considered to be a public space. This is our house. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is that I think that this guy, he may not be diagnosable with a, like uh, a genetic mental illness, but he has one that probably has been brought on by a mob psychosis or some sociological factor. I mean, the internet does this to people too. Crazy. Because when you become a Q influencer a q fluencer uh when you become one of those and you get the validation from that community that you're seeking and you can profit from it too financially can we say when you become a part of the q flu (laughs) sure when you come down with the q flu get down with the q flu um it's yeah it's very it's very affirming for people and Mm -hmm. they just get sucked even further into this fucking cult now he is a well-known q guy he's been making appearances uh throughout arizona and at at other rallies uh pro-trump rallies 
He's for some everywhere. time now. Um, he was, anybody in the Q community knows this fucking guy. He was uh, a counter protester at a lot of BLM uh, protests. He is a, you know, a handsome, uh, uh, I'd say, you know, handsome, well-groomed uh, looking influ- influencer looking guy. Uh, you, you know, young. He's covered Look, in. I get it. You got a crush on the guy. Yeah, I do. Uh, he's covered in sick tats. Uh, <laughs> that bringing that Burning Man energy. Bringing it uh, to the to the Trump rallies. If you're gonna get a big chess piece tattooed on you, why the pawn? Come on, man. He. It's not a pawn. It is uh, Thor's hammer. Oh. M- Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah. He's covered in Norse pagan tattoos, which is it, these are symbols that have been appropriated by the alt right and white white supremacist the, movement. Uh, Europa identifiers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you Fuck know. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all, by the way. People are now, uh, and we can talk about we'll talk about this too. What's going on in the aftermath of this in the alt right community? Uh, because Trumpistan is a many faceted you know it's a wide uh heavily populated nation uh full of many different uh groups we got all kinds here <laughs> but a lot of them are trying to disavow q sham wow and say that he's a sec- he's secretly antifa and yeah 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 so anyway congressman gets is claiming that yeah. uh Facial recognition software had identified several of the capital stormers as Antifa. Antifa moles. The facial recognition software uh, company XR Vision came out and denied it and actually threatened the Washington Times with legal action for defamement. And uh, Slander's saying we're actually, our, our software works really well, and we <laughs> <laughs> we haven't identified any Antifa members. We have identified two neo-Nazis in a QAnon. Ayo. But yeah, no Antifa so far. Yeah, so that's pretty funny. Like, uh, this reminds me of uh, Dominion uh, finally launching their suit against uh, Sidney Powell, mm. which... Yeah. What we've what we've lost in this also is some other stories. Uh, Lynn Wood has also been banned from Twitter. Sydney Powell of, of the Kraken lawsuits. Uh, people are coming after her. Uh, like they're saying these people should be disbarred. I think Michael Flynn. Saying, I think Michael Flynn was Giuliani. banned. Oh. Yeah. People are saying Giuliani should be disbarred. And if we're wrong, we will be made fools of. But if we're right, a lot of them will go to jail. So, let's have trial by combat. I mean, if you're not stirring these people up, I don't know what to... Please arrest fucking Giuliani for seditious conspiracy. Please. I beg of you. So, I mean, so so several cabinet officials have resigned. Like, bitch, you about to lose your job anyway that fucking cowards this just means you won't be present to vote yeah, dude. if they if they invoke the 25th amendment trying to remove trump from power for his the remainder of his term which is like what fucking cowards you won't be present for that vote you're just going to quietly flee the fucking sinking ship mm-hmm. like the fucking rats you are which isn't fair to rats because rats are typically not complicit in the sinking <laughs> of a ship <laughs> <laughs> true 
Lin- Lindsey Graham, very mad at Trump, not happy. Mitch McConnell reportedly, quote, never wants to speak to Trump again, mm-hmm. uh, as if he hasn't spent the last four years enabling this well, very situation. Trump has said that about Pence, too. So whatever. Y'all can be as fucking <laughs> high school as you want. But no. Pence Trump- has not spoken to Trump since this happened. Yeah. No, I, I hear tell that Trump said, like, look, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> and like, and they're, they are now I'm maybe not going to like him so much. Well, I don't want to derail you, but this makes me think about how Trump has also announced one of his other last Twitter announcements was that he will be, he will not be attending the inauguration. Oh, I'm sure everyone's so sorry for his absence. Well, there are immediate security concerns now because of that, because if you are a looking for the codes that fucking Trump is dropping you, then this is one of those things where Trump says, I'm not going to be there. This is kind of a safe target. Wow. No, you're right. Like, okay. So I've been looking at the fallout a little bit. And I'm like, I'm not like on these, I'm not like on the Donald or, you know, Gab or anything. I think you have to be a card carrying white supremacist to get on Gab. Probably. But I've been like, trying to have an ear to the ground over the last day to see what's going on in Trumpistan. And a lot of MAGA people feel triumphant. There's obviously going to be some MAGAs that are like, I don't condone this this violence and wanton destruction, and this is a bridge too far. I don't know if I'm going to be able to continue supporting Trump for the next 17 days of his term or whatever. Um, mm. Some of them are, are rallying. <laughs> this is a bridge too far. I don't know if I can do another two weeks In the of this. last, mm. yeah, the last two weeks of his presidency, after he's been voted out of office, people will be like, maybe it's time for him to leave office. I don't know. Jesus. There's a lot of people that are digging in deeper. For the QAnoners, this is a heartbreaking defeat because they were... They, they believe that many, many of the members of, of government in Washington are like child-eating Satanists. So they were expecting to mm-hmm. see people frog-marched out of the Capitol and, and executed. executed. Yeah. For them, the gallows uh, that were erected uh, with, the, with the noose outside the Capitol, it, it was not a symbolic gesture. It was, it was uh, a, a purposeful. It, it was there for Functional. Yeah. And they are heartbroken and they're having a really hard time with this. There's definitely like a crisis of faith happening. For the right-wing quasi-military groups like uh, the Proud Boys and the the Boogaloo's and uh, Three Percenters, etc., they're having a rough time right now because they feel very betrayed by Trump. Like they're saying, "You told us to stand by, and then you told us to come out on the sixth, then you told us to storm the Capitol." And we did it. But we did Daddy, it for you. But Daddy, we waited. We waited, like you said. We waited, and then we did it on your commands. I didn't even poop myself the whole time we waited. And when Trump had to finally come out and say, stop, they were like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> and so it, some people are saying, hey, um, you know what? This doesn't end with Trump. It, it goes on. Yeah. You know, f- fuck Trump if he can't hang. With InfoWars people from the video I saw of the shooting of Ashley Babbitt, they were saying, of course, she's an Antifa mole. She's not real. Oh, my God. They um, turned they turn so fucking quick. So fast. It's unbelievable. And they're like, you're not. This is a I, this is yeah. a false flag. She's not really dead. If I you hope, look closely at the blood and slow down the video, it's not real. I hope every one of these motherfuckers gets to experience what it's like on the other side when suddenly... 
everybody has this wild accusation and story about you and about how you you are yeah. false. You they'll, yourself are a farce they, flag. They'll turn on flag. you. Half of MAGA world is saying uh, Ashley Babbitt is a martyr and we need to organize the Million Martyr March on the 20th to like avenge her. Are you serious? And the other half is like, these, these people are Antifa. And so like, yeah, half the movement is back padding themselves mm-hmm. over being brave enough to storm the Capitol, and the other half mm-hmm. is disavowing them. Mm-hmm. It's fucking insanity. Yeah, it's going to be wild. We talked about this, uh, well, a lot, but yesterday some, and I remember kind of saying that I imagine that there are going to be a lot of people that peel off of this uh, after seeing everything unfold, and then you're going to have other people that only only dive further into this rabbit hole they've been exploring uh off of all this so for as many people as you lose the people that you keep will only grow in their fervor and that's the real problem that's the part that really sickens me because for like 24 hours the most of the voices you were hearing or like mainstream voices are condemning this violence but you know within 24 hours voices are going to come out yeah a lot of Republicans digging in and um, con- there's people condemning the violence, but supporting Trump. You're hearing a lot of talk about personal responsibility. The uh-huh. protesters are, are personally responsible. Trump is never personally responsible. And to be clear, and I want to say this, Trump incited this riot. And that, Absolutely. to me, is not up for debate. Trump has been building up a coup d'etat for a long time. Mm-hmm. From sowing doubt about election integrity uh, in advance of the election, saying he would not concede defeat if he lost, desperately trying to adjudicate his way to overturning the results of the election. Pointlessly. Lying to his followers over and over again, supported by the Republicans that this this election was a fraud perpetuated by communist Democrats, courting white nationalist paramilitary fringe groups, helping to fund and organize the March to Save America inciting a riot and sicking it on the Capitol and then denying the requested National Guard troops as the Capitol was breached and lawmakers were in hiding. Yeah, it's all it's all actually pretty plain. (laughs) And this is not over. There is another rally planned on the 20th. Uh Do you feel secure about Biden's inauguration? Do you feel like he's well protected by Capitol Police? Because I don't really feel like they should hold it at a secret location and just do it virtually (laughs) do it it virtually yeah i don't see how you can hold a public event in dc right now yeah anywhere close to right now
a bright spot in this uh, week was that in the Georgia runoffs, uh, two Republican incumbents uh, oh. lost their seats and Senate majority went to the Democrats, uh, which I, I which was... would be some fucking good news in any other episode, it, right? No, but it, it like, is. It is, but it would be larger news in any other episode. Here's the thing, though. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Kelly Leffler is one of the people who just lost yes, yes, her race. Yes, that is correct. Kelly Leffler was signed up to object to the Electoral College uh, count headed by asshole in chief Ted Cruz uh, Ted on Cruz, January 6th. Ted Cruz actually did not evacuate with the other senators. He instead ripped off his shirt, climbed up the balcony, <laughs> screamed... They, sh- they can take our lives, but never take our freedom. And then stage dove backwards into the crowd of rioters. Yeah, man. they He crowd surfed. It really, was so sick. Really uh, fun stuff. These guys love him. So Kelly Leffler is one of the people that had planned to object. And then uh, the house was evacuated and they got back to their jobs. Something like eight hours later to confirm these electoral votes. And... Uh, she just got up and said, the violence, the lawlessness, and siege of the halls of Congress are abhorrent and stand as a direct attack on the very institution my objection was intended to protect, the sanctity of the American democratic process. And so she, because of this, instead did not partake in this bullshit objection that Ted Cruz was heading um, which yeah, which that's fascinating. A couple, a couple of other shame, shameless motherfuckers like Rick Scott of Arizona and uh, Tommy Tubin and like a couple of other Republican assholes, they did still sign on to object even after this happened. And uh, you know, Ted Cruz was given a slimy fucking speech where he was not saying anything that could be directly repudiated. But was still just stoking those it's, fires. I'm and so stoking sorry. That fear it's, a little bit. Re, it's refuted or repudiated. Don't do that, Sarah Palin bullshit. I'm don't so say refudiated. Sorry. Don't let this. Don't let that bitch hey. coin. Don't don't let her coin a term. Okay, fair enough. I am several beers in. I don't know if Palin was. Uh, Always. <laughs> hello, welcome to Margaritaville. I'm Sarah Palin. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, so here's the thing. He he licks a lot of boots because he really wants to wear those boots one day. Mm-hmm. He's keeping them moist. Same as we can say for uh, our our main man, one of my best friends, Tucker Carlson, uh, who also turned on the president uh, over the last day or so, uh, and addressed the Fox viewership and said, "Why should we even care about one person?" Don't you feel like you like I feel like we've wasted our time. Like, why would he blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and he called he called the riot uh, abhorrent also, basically, and Mm. like came out against it and came out against the violence, but also came out against Trump for he says, yeah, Trump made it fucking happen. And then he stepped away and he abandoned everybody. And so Tucker Carlson is already cultivating his own personality cult. So here, here's the thing. Because he sees that there's a market for his toxic mm-hmm. brainwashing bullshit. Now, Ashley Babbitt, prior to her death, she 
her big thing was now she's a she's a former Obama voter and a lot of former Obama supporters like you know went down this road and that's partly why we have yeah Trump in a what in the White House. She had gotten more and more sort of far right and yeah she started off you know conservative defend defending Obama being like he was a great president but I couldn't I could never vote for Hillary Clinton I had to support hmm. Trump and now really? I support him more than ever yep and um. She got yeah. She started going down the PizzaGate route after PizzaGate. Oh, then, like 2018, 2019, she started getting into QAnon. She was a QAnoner. How many minds has PizzaGate destroyed? Like, and and she was a big, big Tucker Carlson fan. These are the things that that led her down this increasingly dark path. At, prior to her and her final tweet, where we go one, we go all. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. d- dark before the light. But just like, like you could tell she was in that mindset. She's like, she was thinking we're the storm. The storm is coming. We're the storm. Yeah. Mr. President, we're coming. You know, I'll see y'all at the Capitol, whatever. See you there. And <laughs> that was God. one of, That's I so have her, sad. I have a video of her speaking, you know, probably less than an hour before she died too, at that rally. I've always said that if Ted Cruz is trying to pick up the Trump torch and by so vociferously defending Trump, unconditional support, even after he called his dad a serial killer or whatever, yeah. t- called his wife <laughs> Insulted ugly. Insulted his wife and his father. <laughs> that he's going to keep bootlicking for Trump, that the Trump stands are going to support him and back him for a 2024 presidency. He is sorely mistaken. I think so. No, I think so. Nobody likes him. Nobody yeah. is going to support him, and nobody's going to make him the torchbearer okay. for Trump. That is never going to happen in a million years. Here's well, here's but my Tucker, but Tucker Carlson, on the other hand, yeah, he has a good shot. Oh, he's there. So your other options are some shit happens, and Tucker Carlson doesn't go for it, and Trump's not able. And like, if in a uh, certain kind of scenario, it's kind of like uh, any port in a bad storm. Uh, Ted Cruz and his waxy bullshit face is still there waiting 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 to accept uh the fringe party of white supremacists uh that wish to have their say they don't want him they 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 think of him as a cuck because he is a cuck he's a fucking beta here's the thing though do you not think that all these guys who use the term cuck that way they cuck themselves quite a bit i want to say in their private lives I, Maybe no, if they have I, wives I mean, and girlfriends. I mean, kind of like the right in general and the whole ideal about, okay, the ideal about uh, the clash between don't tread on me and also I support law enforcement. Yeah. Like those those are two contradictory ideas. Well, because, and, because Trumpistan is huge and varied, like I said, the Proud Boys and the Boogaloos hate cops. They yeah. just pretend to back the blue. So that they can fit in with the rest of the MAGAs. I just, here's the thing. I will do any stretching of the imagination possible to legitimize in my own mind calling them cucks because I know that's what they hate. (laughs) And to me, when I hear it, I'm just like, okay, I get it. Yeah, it is offensive and everything else. But also, I think that there's a lot of ways to be offensive and to put people down. And the term cuck is one that just really gets to me. Are you calling me out for calling them cucks? No. I'm calling Are them out. Are you canceling out. me? No. I'm canceling Proud Boys. I'm sorry. Ted Cruz is a cuck. He's a, he's a Trump cuck. 
Yeah. And here's the thing. I know that the term fits, but I just really hate the term. And also, I hate people that use that term like it has power. I'm a feminist, and, so and I think that term is completely bullshit. Unless that's your fetish, and I'm not trying to yuck your yum. Hey, don't yuck yums. Speaking of which, don't you think that Cruz, if the Senate was like a fetish party, if U.S. politics was a fetish party. Uh, waterworks. Cruz would be the toilet boy. <laughs> He would he would be the human urinal. Yeah. Um, and I ain't trying to kink shame anybody out there that's listening. But also, here's my thing. Try not to think about Ted Cruz the next time you're getting pissed on to orgasm. Here's the thing. I think about pissing on Ted Cruz. Don't yuck my yum. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. No. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Fuck that guy. The big, big news that brought me so much emotional buoyancy uh, prior to this Capitol Hill debacle uh, was that Democrats, Reverend Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, will be going to Capitol Hill, joining the Senate yep. in a histor- and historic victory? I never know. I say just a historic is fine. And my mother, who as a teenager growing up in Waycross, Georgia, used to pick somebody else's cotton. But the other day, because this is America, the 82-year-old hands that used to pick somebody else's cotton went to the polls and picked her youngest son to be a United States senator. So I come before you tonight as a man who knows that the improbable journey that led me to this place in this historic moment in America could only happen here. We were told that we couldn't win this election. But tonight, we prove that with hope, hard work, and the people by our side, anything is possible. Consecutively, first African-American and first Jewish senators of in Georgia history. One of them is also the youngest senator in the 30, nation. 33 years old. It's about time. We just skipped over Gen X pretty much, and now it's it's millennials encroaching on on boomers and, well, and greatest generationers. Your 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 Gen X politicians are people like John Roderick. Sorry, we're not going there this week. Uh, we're not doing the Bean Dad thing. Yeah, due to the efforts of Stacey Abrams and the tireless actions of local Democratic officials and freelance canvassers who put their own blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, into this, their their own health at risk, uh, to pound the pavement and engage with voters. Uh, and due to the black voters of Georgia, the Senate will now be split right down the middle, right down the fucking middle, mm. with Vice President Kamala Harris as the tiebreaker. Wow. And good old Mitch is now demoted to, say it with me because it feels so good, Mine. dead. Oh, no, oh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Senate Minority Leader. Yeah, that would have been nice too. But yeah, uh, Senate Minority Leader. No, I'm, I'm leader. kidding. I'm kidding. I, I'm not. We we are both kidding. We are not wishing death on Mitch McConnell. I'm not kidding, but I'm not the one that said it. But yeah, he will be the Senate Minority Leader. Yeah. And overnight, the back Bi- of the pack, turtle. <laughs> overnight, the Biden presidency is dramatically transformed from a lame duck to a fucking phoenix. To a- split evenly. But with a narrow, uh, a narrow margin, a narrow margin to actually have a real chance 
at some course correction and some actual progress. And that is in the face of what we have understood to be generations long uh, voter suppression efforts, typically from the right to disenfranchise uh, minority voters for the most part. Yeah, and that's we have, right. we have finally reached such a point of voter mobility because we know that apathy is one of the biggest things and that the voting block that is capable but does not vote is always one that can cost an election. It has been for fucking years. Now there's actually a chance, though, uh, for progress. And, of course, the people in D.C. better not forget who took back the Senate for them at the end of the day it was yeah. black, it was black voters yeah and those are the vo- those are voices that you need to fucking listen to when you're legislating such amazing news transformed the next four years and foreseeable future i was really happy with that news it's one of those things that after a day or so it would have really sunk into like how good of a thing that was but uh, as this week has played out, it's been very turbulent. And so that's something that's kind of gone to the back of my back burner. In Georgia, they were running a moderate Republican senator and they were running a self-described, you know, far right, further right than Genghis Khan or whatever she said, yeah. senator. And they both lost. Mm-hmm. People fucking rejected Trumpism. Yeah. So, hey, everybody. Thank you. Like, immensely. Thank you so much for dealing with all of this show. I'm into Uh, immensely. We're going to do that. Yeah. We're moving forward with immensely. As I said it, I was like, don't say that. And then I did. (laughs) No, I'm into immensely. I think we can do that. You think? Yeah. That's way better than repudiated. Whatever it was I said. I don't know. It's kind of like Bigly, though, don't you think? Immensely. Yo, I'm willing to go by the rules of fucking English. Was here. it ever bigly or was it always big league? Immensely. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with saying immensely. I'm going to stick with immensely. All right. But we'll keep that in there for the bit. Thank you immensely for tuning in. Uh, Thank you, <clears throat> big league. Yo, big league thanks uh, to all of you, our listeners. Uh, and thanks to KBSR for. Uh, doing this and putting us on Um, in case I hadn't mentioned earlier thanks to Trevor and the Mental State Fair for providing our theme song Diane in Texas thanks to our man Alex of Spectrostatic for some here and there and you might have heard some new stuff of course from Hoofless out of Salt Lake Uh, they've also agreed to uh, let us use some other stuff hey thanks for listening Uh, we'll see you next week I'm Joe I'm Jen and Radio Gripe. We <laughs> listen, guys. We love you, and you are very special. Now go home. Oh, man. <laughs> so